Friends, welcome to another episode of Follow-Up Fridays, and today we're going to take action. There's a lot of procrastination going on these days and a lot of reasons why we're not getting to do the things we love. Let's face it, our schedules are busier than ever, we're inundated with information that we don't want, and it's causing a lot of distractions. I know you want to play music, and that's why you're here, and I thought today's episode would be a very important step in making sure you get to that instrument. As soon as you're done listening to this, go pick up an instrument and play for five minutes. In fact, pause this episode right now and play for five minutes and come back. I'll still be here. Over the last 30 years of teaching, I found that we all suffer from the same obstacles. There's nothing unique about them. One of the ways that I help my students get through the resistance towards practicing is by the four pillars of action. Priming, planning, preparing, and playing. Let's go through each of these steps. First off, we've got priming. It's very important that you do some breathing work to make sure that you're not in a state of anxiety. A few deep breaths into your diaphragm, exhaling slowly through the mouth, in through the nose. I have a few breathing exercises I'll share with you right now. One is slowly breathing in through your nose for seven seconds, and then holding it for four, and then breathing out for eight. Let's do it together. I don't know about you, but I already feel better. It's very important to learn how to breathe from the diaphragm. A lot of us are stuck breathing in our chest or up in our neck. That creates a lot of anxiety and a lot of tension throughout the day. Make your belly as fat as possible so that when you breathe in, only the area around your rib cage and your lower back and your belly expand. You shouldn't feel any air in your chest. Breathe out slowly through the mouth as if you're a balloon letting out air. Start with 10 seconds and gradually work your way up to 30. Another thing you want to do when you're priming yourself is be grateful of your past achievements. What's the point of getting further on your instrument if you're not even going to celebrate all of the things you've done right to get here? Think about the fulfilling moments you've already experienced. Think back to all of the great things that you've learned about yourself through this journey and celebrate them. Get excited and visualize all of your future success. We talked about this in the last episode. See the player that you want to become and then go there. Who cares if it takes you 10 years? Who cares how long it takes to get there? Just plant that seed. Before you know it, that little tree will turn into a forest. In other words, if you just keep doing the steps, you will get there. You don't want to share something personal with you. After Tony's episode, I got so inspired that I talked to him and said, you know, I really want to take this marathon training serious. I haven't run in 25 years. I'm a big guy. It's hard on my joints. And I asked him for some advice. He gave me a really great breakdown of exactly what I need to do. It got me so pumped up, I started visualizing how I was going to go about it. Well, I'm proud to say that yesterday I went for my first run in almost 25 years. I'm feeling it all over my body today, but I'm excited. What's driving me to do this is that I'm visualizing the day that I can run beside Tony and feel that energy that he shares with all of us. I know that by running, it'll bring awareness to our nonprofit, which will bring instruments and lessons into kids' hands. And for that, I'm highly motivated to get it together. Once again, it comes down to visualizing future success. Let's move on to step two, planning. Planning can happen before your practice session. And in fact, it's probably best that you do it when you're just sitting around waiting for someone. Don't waste valuable practice time with a pen in your hand thinking about what you're going to do. Just get to the instrument and start playing. Do anything. Scales, rudiments, does not matter. Get your hands moving or your voice moving. When you're planning, ask yourself, what do I want to practice and play? Today, this week, this month, this year, this life? 
Visualize your plan in action and see the success in your mind. Your habits in the practice room today make you the musician you'll become tomorrow. Planning doesn't mean being rigid. It just means setting a few things in motion so that you can check your goals and make sure you're being accountable to yourself. The third step is preparing, or in other words, training. And this is where it happens. You're in your dojo. You got to turn off all of the distractions and get to it. It's time to practice your instrument. Ask yourself these questions. Is it fun? If yes, keep playing. If no, stop and think about why. Why isn't it fun right now? What is going on in your mind? Clear those thoughts and get back to playing. Only practice the things you want at first and ignore everything else. Again, I can't stress this enough. The resistance will keep you from getting to your instrument, but practicing something fun will get you there sooner. While you're preparing and training, reduce your guilt, pressure, and definitely work on managing your anxiety. Try to be objective, not subjective. Training shouldn't be emotional. There's only do or do not, or in Yoda's words, train you must. Peaking means that you're gonna be at your absolute best at something. In other words, if you wanna be prepared for a performance, a recording, a jam session, an open mic, or just going down to the beach and not being nervous to pull your guitar out. Peaking's really important when you're going into a music store and trying out an instrument. You don't want to go in unprepared. You don't want to have nothing on your playlist. You'll pick up an instrument and think, uh-oh, I don't know what to do. You'll feel like a fraud. Oh, there we go. Imposter syndrome. I better get out of here. If you go in and you have three or four items that you know how to play really well and you've prepared, you'll play that instrument well and you'll definitely know if it's the right one for you. Make sure you're efficient and making good decisions with your time management. It's absolutely essential that you aren't getting distracted. Don't look at the phone, don't look at anything else, and don't let anyone disturb you while you're practicing. This is your sacred time. I don't care if it's five minutes or five hours. Set your ground rules and make sure everyone in your life supports them. Work on your strengths and make them stronger and ignore your weaknesses. We all have strengths, things that set us apart, things that we find really easy to do naturally. I'm not saying never play to your weaknesses or never practice them. I'm just saying build up your strengths so that you have a few. Confidence is crucial. You can't do everything, so you might as well pick a few things to get really good at. Those will be your abnormal strengths or your superpowers. Anytime you feel like you're lacking confidence, you can lean on those. And like I mentioned before, you got to turn that device onto airplane mode. Do you remember earlier in this podcast where I told you to stop and go practice? Well, if you didn't do it then, do it now. You can always come back. And if you don't come back, it means you're practicing, and I'm happy for you. Trust me. You're not missing much. The whole point of this is to get you to play, not to listen to me talk longer. But you know what? The world can wait 10 minutes. Nobody needs you all the time. 10 minutes for yourself will make everyone around you happier because you'll be happier. Be a leader in your family. Be a leader in your community. Show what it's like to live with passion. Show what it's like to do the things that you truly love. Don't let the little things get in the way of that. The people around you will respect that they'll also be inclined to pick things up and get back to their passion. Now we're on step four. It's time to play. Now you need to stop training and stop thinking. It's time to do. All that work you put in, all that play you put in, it's time to just let it flow. When you're playing, it's important to use your ears, your heart, and your gut, but definitely not your brain. Your ego and your analytical brain and your monkey mind will pull you all over the place and tell you you're doing things wrong and you're not good enough and you should just stop. But your ears, if you trust them and you trust the sound that's coming in, they will guide you. Close your eyes and feel the notes. Go slow if you have to. Trust your instinct. Trust your heart. 
and trust that feeling in your gut that tells you you are a musician and you are speaking the language of music. If you've prepared well, you'll play well. Setting up a really disciplined practice routine is essential when you're getting ready for a big performance. Let's just say that you're about to perform in two months. Work backwards from that date and figure out exactly how much time you're going to need to put in to get those songs at the exact level you want them to be. Sometimes two weeks outside of a performance, I don't feel like I'm ready. But I've gotten to the point where I can dial it in so that as I get closer and closer, things start to take shape. There's been a number of times I've walked on stage and that was the exact moment I peaked. That took years of training to figure that out. When I was younger, I would panic and practice extra hard to make sure that I didn't fall. That's okay too. There's nothing wrong with putting more time in than you think you need. Some of us, it's just how we cope. I know you get it because you've been doing this in all the other areas of your life you're successful in. Think about something you're really good at and really passionate about. All the same things apply here. Let your creativity flourish. Be messy. Break things. Explore. Be inquisitive. Be playful. Be mindful. Every note that comes out of your voice or your instrument is magical. This is truly living. Playing is the mode where emotion, personality, nuance, style, and musicality all happen and shine. Playing is fun, it's what we were born to do, and it is so much fun to watch in someone else. Be effortless, think like a child. In other words, don't think, just be in the moment. A toddler can be walking down a path and notice a blade of grass and make sure that all the people around stop and look at that piece of grass. That is such a beautiful thing. Think of the millions of blades of grass in every little patch that you could stop and focus on and enjoy. They're just like notes. At any time, you could stop and enjoy one of those notes you've been playing. And most importantly, have fun and enjoy life. It's way too precious to waste time worrying about your musical skill. If you're doing it, you're going to get better and you're going to have more fun. But you get to decide how it feels along the way, and that's critical. That concludes another episode of Follow-Up Fridays, and on behalf of my co-host Mojo Kemp and myself, we really want to thank you and our guests for being such great listeners. We are having such a fantastic time with this podcast. It's changing our lives, and based on the messages we're receiving, we know it's changing some of yours too. And it is our honor to be in your earbuds, going through your day with you, and helping you find your inner creativity. And of course, you know it's coming. Don't forget. I'm a baby.